Welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, the fans have spoken. We asked if they wanted us to do a show on Wonder Woman 1984, and they said no. <laughs> so here we are doing the show on Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Thanks, fans. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, were you looking forward to this movie? Yes, I was very much looking forward to this movie. Wonder Woman... 19 i mean 2017 or whatever they call that one was a great movie we really enjoyed that one and uh dc had kind of hit a roll with that they hit a bump with justice league but then shazam was okay and aquaman was okay so we were like hey maybe they righted the ship and we can't wait for next wonder woman everybody was coming back chris pine gal gadot uh patty jenkins they're all coming back and uh i was really really looking forward to this movie how yeah, about yourself? Uh, I agreed. I think everything you just said, the, the recipe was right. They, they brought back the same players as before. And uh, I, I think you and I both said when, when we think of Wonder Woman, we think of Gal. And she did such a great job in uh, Batman v Superman. I, I thought she was like the, the best part of it there. And uh, yeah, super. I wouldn't say it was super hype because of, you know, this whole thing with, uh, you know, release to the theater and HBO Max. So like, the, the movie experience wasn't there, so that kind of put a damper on things. But just knowing that there was a Wonder Woman movie coming out, I was definitely excited about that. Well, I was excited, obviously, before everything happened to go see it during the summer in the theater. Uh, um, I think it was on our list in the beginning of the year. And, you know, even with it coming out on streaming and in theaters, and I think it was available at one AMC near me. But, you know, I've decided I'm not going to a movie for a while to a theater. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I was going to watch it on HBO Max. And it came out Christmas Day. And and like I woke up early. I didn't wake up specifically early to watch it. But I woke up early. And the first thing I did after I got my breakfast ready was sit down in front of HBO Max. And I turned it on. And I clicked it. And it said, Wonder Woman 194 available at noon. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, really? <laughs> on HBO yeah, so Max? Yeah, it didn't premiere till noon on Christmas Day. Oh. So uh, I couldn't watch it. Actually, I, I think I started to watch it before I left to have a uh, smaller Christmas celebration. I usually do with some family members as opposed to all my family members. So I watched um, maybe a half hour for five minutes before I left. Mm-hmm. Did my Christmas thing, came back, and finished it. Um, so I don't know if that impacted whether or not I liked the movie, but don't want to throw it out there and say that's how I watched the movie. Mm, I didn't catch it till later in the evening. I believe it was. It may have been like six o'clock in the evening my time. And uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let me ask you about the title, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. We both saw the movie. Mm-hmm. What what is it about eighty four that you had to name it nineteen eighty four? That what I didn't get. I don't know. I don't know if it was because they wanted to do it, you know, they wanted to give it some space between her quote unquote reappearance into the world and Batman v Superman. 
which was like what 2015 something like that so they wanted to do give it space and i they also wanted to give it further far enough away from world war one i'm assuming so that we get the idea that she's been in the world but she's been kind of undercover doing heroic stuff um i don't know if you could tell it was in 1984 because it's not like every person on the street wore 80 1984 fashions or there was ridiculous amounts of references in 1984 in this film that was said in sarcasm right because they really wanted to make sure we knew it was 1984 right Which is the worst, because if you watch Stranger Things, that takes place in the 80s. And yes, there's 80s fashion and stuff like that, but they don't hit you over the head with it. Uh, because, look, we grew up in the 80s, and I didn't wear any of those clothes that those kids and, and people were wearing in that in that, um, in that that movie. But why? Maybe 1984, because they needed the Cold War tensions with Russia, Ronald Reagan thing, maybe? I, I don't know. It was it was an interesting choice to to tack that on in the title. Like it, it like it almost seems like that time period or that year really had an impact on the movie. Like specifically, you know, like other than you know starting a movie and then you know title comes on and then you'll see like Washington D.C. in nineteen eighty four. And I, I think I would have been okay with that, you right. know. But to, to tack it on the title, it almost seemed like it, it played a big big part of it, and. It did feel like they're trying to do that whole thing, like, you know, with remember Captain Marvel, like, okay, it's it's the 1990s, so we're going to throw every, like, 90 pop cultural thing in your Reference, face. Yeah. And yeah. in 84, it was just about really, every dude had a mustache, which I right. thought it was comical, you which know? I don't remember from the 80s either. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right. Yeah, and, and it took place in a mall. And, 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 I mean, I don't know why that would be, like, an 84 thing, but... It was just an interesting choice why they had to do that. And it almost seems like after Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe, everyone's trying to hit that nostalgia button, I guess. You know? Yeah, maybe. Unless it maybe, like I said, maybe it did have to do with the height of the Cold War because they needed the whole nuclear weapon thing. And I don't know. I, you're right. I don't know why it specifically had to be 1984. Even why they named it 1984, they, they could have went with a lot of things like Wonder Woman, The Wishing Stone. Wonder Woman, it's like a monkey's paw, but different. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, Apex Predator. Yeah. Wonder Woman, when you wish upon a star. <laughs> Wonder Woman, it's not rape if the spirit's okay with it. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I was going to keep, that's what I was going for. I was going to keep going, Dave, until I hit a button somewhere. Either you said it was a stupid one or you were like, all right, peel that back. <laughs> Hmm. Well, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, I don't know if you want to do it chronologically. I don't look. I haven't watched the movie since Christmas Day, so my memory's a bit fuzzy. Uh, I know it did open up with the Olympic stuff uh, on Themyscira, and I liked in the first movie. I liked the Themyscira stuff. I thought the little girl in the first movie was was like a great Diana. I thought she she portrayed that very well of, of being that youth and and running through and trying to be a fighter and stuff like that. Uh, and then he did this Olympic thing, which I don't know. It just looked looked overkill for me. What, what were you, did you have any thoughts on the opening? Do you mean overkill in regards to like the the aesthetics, like how it looked? Do you mean, or or the the story itself? Well, I wasn't happy with the special effects. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you what, they might have lucked out by not having it on a big screen because the special effects would have been the the flaws of the special effects would have been more apparent, I would think, in the on the big screen. Mm. Um, 
it's just I think they went a long way. It's like a ten minute scene just to you know put forth the message you should never take the easy way out or the shortcut. Right. Right. To get what you you know, you have to work for what you you have to earn what you want and things like that. So I mean, I thought it was nice. I mean, the mascara looked like the mascara, and the Amazons looked like Amazons. It was nice. Um, I don't know that it was needed. And and there was debate about that, too, because she had to fight to keep both. Because they're both opening scenes. The mall scene is considered an opening scene, and the Themyscira scene is considered an opening scene. And she had to fight to keep both. Like, apparently the movie companies were like, or whoever, DC or Warner Bros. was like, you know, you got to lose one of the opening scenes. You mean Pat, Patty Jenkins wanted both and they didn't want yeah. it is that what you mean huh. yeah she wanted both of them because they're because if you think about it that mall scene is like an opening scene yeah you know and then so she wanted both of them there and, and one of brothers wanted her to cut one of them but she refused huh huh okay so <laughs> so from your point of view who do you think made the better call uh i think i think warner brothers probably made the better call i think and look, I, I know nothing about movie like movie making, but if she opened with the mall scene and then maybe the flashbacks a part of the Themyscira, not the whole thing, right? Um, that might have worked throughout the movie. She had a flashback to when she was a kid every once in a while. That might have worked a little better. Um, but you want to? I don't know. I, I I just don't. I don't. I don't think either scene added anything to the movie anyway. I agree with you. Both, both. I mean, if you wanted to keep both, I get it, but maybe cut it down. But they, they really made ten minutes is a long time just for, just to get that point across of yeah. don't cheat. And the mall scene again, I, I'm not too sure exactly why that was there because that really didn't drive the the story forward. And the yeah. movie was like, wasn't it like two and a half hours long or something. Yeah, it was a long movie. It was a really long movie, and I think those kind of things could have been chopped down and i think the only saving grace of the mall scene though is that you know that's the first time you're you're introduced with wonder woman with her full on wonder woman outfit and you don't see it until the very end of the movie you know or or close to it and that's probably the only cool thing i remember about that opening scene but if you're if you had to like remember like moments of wonder woman they're pretty few man you know I, I really yeah. like I'm sitting here like if I had to think of, like cool scenes in the movie like really like oh man that was cool none <laughs> I, was, I just think light, of stupid it was light scenes. on the action it really was light on yeah, the action was. I think and yeah I think I don't know I, I, I look I have the same complaint about the Superman movies when he when they open it up and he's stopping bank robbers and stuff not in the first Superman in 1977 or 78 because that's when he we first see him as Superman. He's flying around. He's stopping robberies. He's saving the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I get that. But we've seen Wonder Woman actually. We've seen Wonder Woman fight a god. So seeing her beat up, you know, these goofballs in the mall that are robbing the store. And, and granted, it, you know, that turned out to be something important because of, you know, the artifacts that were in that store. But I don't know. It just it just seemed like a waste of Wonder Woman to be <laughs> to, to beat up those three goofy guys. You know. Yeah, it, it brought. It brought down her level of as a superhero. You know, she yeah. we've we've seen her go toe to toe to to Doomsday, and she fights alongside Batman and Superman, and oh, you know, and you fight Ares. And, yeah, and and then here she's she's fighting like Moth. Dark side, dark side, uh, <laughs> you know, she went toe to toe with Steppenwolf. Um, right, ex- exactly. Yeah, and so right. that's it. Kind of, you know, you, you you measure how great a hero is by the people that they fight. 
And, and I wonder how smart how smart it was to have her fight, you know, a bunch of bozos in the mall when you know you're going to depower her as the movie goes on until the end. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, you have to deal. And this is a problem with writing Superman and, and Wonder Woman movies, and maybe even Shazam movies in the future, is they're so powerful it's hard to make consequences for them. So. You know, in the desert, she has to start being depowered when she's chasing the trucks and stuff like that mm-hmm. in order for there to be some real risk. Um, but if you're going to start out with a, with her full power in the beginning of the movie, have her stop a, a disaster or something. Have her, you know, save the space shuttle, you know. Mm-hmm. Have, her, have her do something that, that shows off her strength and her ingenuity and things like that. Right. Not, not I mean, she's a mall cop. And she's... <laughs> You know, Paul Blart Mall Cop in the beginning of this movie. And it's, uh, no, but that's that's a really good point. I mean, like, if you're going to take away her power, show show what she lost, you know? Show, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I like that. Very good. <laughs> yeah. and, and and they even make a joke out of it, because at one point she doesn't, I don't know, she throws a guy through a some kind of round thing and he starts spitting in it. Yeah. Right? It's stu- why? It's stupid. <laughs> why? Yeah. And then we're, you know, and the thing is, because they, they make this line that she's been in hiding, you know, forever in like Batman v Superman, you know, you have to throw in the thing where she destroys the uh, the cameras in the mall. Right. Yeah. You know, just forget about the hundreds of thousands of people. That, that's not hundreds <laughs> of thousands. Well, that's later, hundreds of thousands. Of yeah. So, you know, I just, it really, and look, this is the first 10, 20 minutes in a movie. And I'm like, what am I watching? That's how quickly this, that my whole opinion of this thing turned. And I got a little, little agenda in my gut because I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. I'm like, this, this has to get better, but I don't think it will. <laughs> you know? And well, it's, it, it made me <coughs> physically, me. emotionally sad because I really was looking. Look, we had a rough year. Everybody's had a rough year. Good TV is the only thing that's gotten me personally. One of the only things that's gotten me through it. You know, rewatching good TV and discovering new shows and stuff like that on streaming. And the, the movies are the few and far between, you know. Um, and this was one I was definitely looking forward to. So we're, my family and I were watching this movie. And my wife is the one that was actually really pushing, you know, oh, come on, can we, can we you know, start watching this movie? And I said, sure. 20 minutes in, which, I, the, which could be this whole mall thing and then, you know, the, the Themyscira place, whatever. My wife gets up and she says, this is so goofy and she walked away <laughs> that's a great word yeah it was kind of goofy it was almost campy it's, yeah. it's like it's like the wonder woman version of batman forever or batman and robin hmm yeah, yeah. I, I i couldn't understand the tone it, it really confused me because you got the same we, we just said it earlier everyone came back again you know so the palette changed completely and the seriousness of this movie changed dramatically i mean like I it I, I I had a hard time staying invested in this movie. You know, like I forced myself because I you know I knew we were going to podcast on it. You know, mm-hmm. but if we didn't have this podcast, I I would have no problems about switching the channel and watching something else because it was I, I felt like I was really wasting my time. And then when I looked at the runtime of two and a half hours, I started getting really pissed off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh my well, gosh! Well, I think it was after the mall scene where I you know I clicked the pause button because that's when the time code comes up. Uh huh. And I audibly sighed. I was like, oh, two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, you know, you mentioned tone. 
I don't know what Patty Jenkins was going for in this film. I don't know what audience this was for. And I th- I think you and I did discuss it. Uh, so let's just tell the listeners this. We This was definitely on our, you know, in the beginning of the year, we try to map out our whole year of shows. We don't do all our episodes, but we, we map out, you know, we're going to do this. And usually the movies are included because we know before. So we knew in January that we were going to do, you know, Wonder Woman 1994 when it came out in the summer, right? Yeah. So whatever, we push it, we push it. So, but we still said, yeah, it's going to be on HBO Max. We'll watch it and we'll do it. The reason we didn't do it and the reason why we took the Instagram to ask people if we should do it is because we both said the same thing. We're like, like we're both going to feel bad railing <laughs> on this movie for mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, so we did the, the, the IG thing and they came back. You know, people didn't want us to do it. But then you and I thought about it. And we're like, you know what? Why should we protect this film? It was a bad movie, and we should tell people that it's a bad movie. Although probably by now everybody knows, but <laughs> you know, and yeah. I think you know, moving forward, we have to do that too because sometimes we feel like we, we don't want to bash, you know, say bad things about something. And we, we'll, we'll we'll point out some good things if if we can find some good things in this movie. Um, and and it's not even an anger thing; it's more of a sadness thing because I really did want, you know, I've said this before, like Last Jedi. I really wanted that movie. I really want that movie to be good i really wanted to love that movie who would not want to love a star wars movie Mm -hmm. Uh, but i just couldn't do it so you're right the tone what was she going for and then when we were talking you and i i said to you because jeff johns who's a very good comic book writer and he's very high up in dc now um the dc movie side of it I, i said to you i'm like this would be a good comic book because there are such fantastical things like a wishing stone i will totally read a comic story involving a wishing stone but I don't know that it translated the film. Yeah, and I'm not saying I don't know that I don't know that Jeff Johns did the Wishing Stone part. I don't know what was his and what wasn't. But he was a writer on this. Patty Jenkins was a writer on this. Ted, three or four writers. So, if this was a comic book, you know, a three, four, five, six issue comic book series, totally makes sense. The way Max Lord is over the top, uh, even Cheetah's transformation, the Wishing Stone, everything that would make for a pretty decent comic book story. Do you think do you think having Jeff Johns part of the writing team heard it then being that he is a comic book guy? I don't know. I don't know what part was his and what wasn't. Hmm. I don't know what part was Patty Jenkins. Maybe Patty Jenkins' strength are in uh directing and not, but I heard she wrote did she write The Hurt Locker? I'm not sure if she wrote The Hurt Locker, but she wrote um I might be confusing her with Bigelow. I am confusing her with Bigelow. Um she apparently wrote something that was a good monster, maybe, or bully monster, maybe, um, with Charlize Theron. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. But, they're, but they're, you know, and that was written off of a true story, so maybe it's a little easier when you're not having to make everything up yourself. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know whose fault it was, but I would, like I said, the only thing I could say about the story is if it was a comic book, I would have read it, it probably sold well, I would have moved on to the next story. It didn't, tra- and and maybe this is why comic book writers don't write movies when their products, you know, there there might be a reason why they don't let, they don't let Stanley write any of the Marvel movies, or they don't let Todd McFarlane the Spawn movie, you know? Right, right. Maybe there's a reason for it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's it's two different mediums and it doesn't translate well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie was just, it wasn't good. <laughs> um, well, what well, did you think of? Uh, let, let's 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 break down. Some of the some of the actors in here because I actually didn't realize that Pedro Pascal was going to be in this movie until I saw his name in the you know the opening credits. I'm like, whoa, what's he doing here? Did you know he was in this movie? 
Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty well known oh. in the trailers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> not to me. I had no idea it was going to be in it. But uh, Maxwell Lord, the only thing I know him from, and I'm not a DC guy, was that Justice League comic book that you and I referenced before that, that I really enjoyed. Um, but th- I think his depiction of Maxwell Lord is, I mean, I thought he took it way over the top. Yeah, he was very, he was very, that's part of the campiness, I think, that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, I think he's a little over the top with it. I, I don't think he knew how he was supposed to do, portray Maxwell Lord. I didn't, I mean, he, he was Maxwell Lord in name only. He didn't have any of the power or any of the really same similar thing that he did in the comic books, or as I remember, at least. Um, I think, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and pa- Pedro Pascal is a good actor. He's a very good actor. Obviously, he's in The Mandalorian, but he's done. And if you never watched it, it's on Netflix. It's called Narcos. It's a great show. He's great in it. He did a few episodes of Game of Thrones. He was really good in that. Um, and he's popped up here or there before. But I don't know what he was going for at Max Lord here. I don't know if it was the directing or the editing or the writing or all of it. But Max Lord is not a good, or in this movie, he's not a good comic comic movie villain. Yeah, I mean, he played the role like he's a maniacal kind of guy. It almost seems like like if you're a DC bad guy, everyone's trying to take it over the top or think, uh, or they're, how they're directed is going to be, okay, you're like another Joker kind of guy, you mm. know? And it's, I think... His portrayal of this character, again, I don't blame him. He's just an actor. He's just doing what he's told, right? Like He's just reading the script and he's being directed. To me, this is the director's fault 1,000%, you know? But I think he pulled me out of this movie so many times that it was it's way over the top. And here's a problem that I have with it is that Gal takes Wonder Woman, even though it's a superhero movie, she plays that role really well. She's very grounded into that character and she never seems like she's over the top. Like, you know, like Superman pump the chest up, hands on the hip and say, Hey, I'm Superman. She does. She never mm-hmm. does that. No. And, uh, and this, this character, Maxwell Lord, how it's portrayed in this movie. It's, it's, it's like, you don't belong in, with everybody else in that scene. You know, he's just way over the top where everyone else is a little bit dialed down. He's dialed up, 10 times uh even in front of an actress like Kristen Wiig who's who's I guess a, a comedian by nature he overpowered her which I thought was unusual you know where I thought she would be more of that comical kind of person right and and Maxwell was just just dialed way too much for me and he just pulled me out like I never took this guy seriously at all he just seemed well, who, a cartoon I mean who's he supposed to be is he he, he is he supposed to be this TV pitchman, you know, kind of like the the, the sleazy car, used car salesman. Is that what he was supposed to be? Did he luck into all this? Like, how does he know about the stone? How, like, what is it? I don't understand his ambition. Yeah. What What was his ambition? To, have, to what rule the world? I don't even know. It, it, well, per, per the movie, at the end of the movie, it was just so he can be a nice guy to his son. You know, like he wasn't a loser, and I sat there like, "That's that. This is the whole reason why you." you and there's start no repercussions for him either. Yeah, he, you don't see him in jail. You don't see him get arrested. I, like none of that made sense to me. I, 
it's just not good, man. And then, all right, so Max Lord, over the top, you know, you blame directing. I, look, I say it's everything. I think it's the writing and the directing. It's some acting choices he made, I'm sure. Um, I, yeah, he's not he's not going in the pantheon of, of great superhero movie villains. Yeah, definitely. Which is a very small pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought, uh, who is the dude that played Lex Luthor in, in Batman v Superman? Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I thought he was at the time was like one of the worst DC villains, but this yeah. one takes the cake by far. Yeah, this guy was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Kristen Wiig, what'd you think of her? I. She was there. <laughs> the thing is, if Kristen, you're right. Kristen Wiig's talents lie in comedy, but she's she can do dramatic roles. I've seen it. Yeah. But this was neither comedic or really dramatic. Right. It's an action movie, and yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's it's we've seen this character a thousand times before. The the wayfish would be you know boy or girl or woman or man getting picked on by coworkers and somehow has the you know looks into powers or something that can change their life and dude th- it, th- this was t- for me when i saw this like her whole spiel i was like this is michelle pfeiffer's Catwoman. you know it was almost okay. like to a t on mm. how goofy and like no one looked at her and then boom she's bestowed upon powers oh Catwoman and cheetah right right mm. and then she becomes like a sultry sexy like everyone wants to look at her kind of thing and like this Catwoman, you know, <laughs> why, why are you even in this movie? I really, again, I had no idea P- Pedro Pascal was in this movie. I really thought this whole movie was going to be Wonder Woman, Cheetah, and Cheetah turns out to be almost like this sub-level kind of bad guy, you know? Because, like, well, they don't they don't fully form her either. Yeah, you know what I mean, you don't. What was her her wish was to be like Diana? Well, then shouldn't it be shouldn't she her power has been Wonder Woman then? Wonder Woman like so I guess that's the super strength and the speed and then it's because she doesn't really become the cheetah until she wishes to become an apex predator but the whole story they don't even follow their own rules she should have turned into a a whale I'm pretty sure (laughs) yeah I know I'm pretty sure Maxwell I'm pretty sure Maxwell or like a a spider or something you know that looks amazing um no, because then they get the Spider-Man uh, people. Uh, right. um, I'm pretty sure Maxwell Lord said at some point in the movie that people only get one wish. And that's right, yeah. You know, and then she, she he's like, okay, I'll give you another wish. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, he does say follow that, yeah. Through. If you're going to set up rules for your movie, follow through with them. And I, I just, I don't, look, Kristen Wiig is, I've seen her in really funny movies, Bridesmaids, Hilarious. Um, I feel like I've seen her in some serious movies. I can't name them right now, but... I mean, she's been fine, but this movie and the the Ghostbusters from a few years ago, mm-hmm. I I don't understand, I, and I feel like she doesn't know what she should be doing in these movies. Um, I, I her character, you're right, it was Catwoman, but Catwoman was done so much better. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer was was done so much better, and I don't know. I'm not saying I don't even know if this is pertinent, but I'm not saying Kristen. Wiggy's an unattractive woman, but you know, you need to do a little bit more with her besides take, you know, fix her hair and take her glasses off to make her like a sex pot. If that's what they were going for mm-hmm. after she wished to be like wonder woman. Right. You know, I mean, even Michelle Pfeiffer had to strap on, you know, skin tight, leather had to be sewn into a skin tight leather suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the CGI of the cheetah made no sense. And then they fought in the dark. Yeah. 
And then she gets electrocuted underwater, but Wonder Woman doesn't? Like, how does this... I don't understand it. I didn't understand any of it. Yeah, that, that just, ended... It was, a, it was a big letdown. I think even, like, that whole fight scene was... I think that was purely CGI, right? Uh, I think so. Well, I'm sure Ga- Gal was in you know, green screen with her parts, right? I don't know. I mean, Cheetah looked 100% CGI. And it was like... Like the whole, what was the purpose of her donning the the armor, the golden armor? All she did was use it to cover herself from getting slashed by the cheetah. Yeah, it didn't yeah. give her extra strength or anything, right? And not at all. It was just armor. She didn't have her power back by then. But I don't know. It, it just it didn't make. I hate. Uh, look, we talked about this with other things. I, you suspend your disbelief. You watch a Superman movie. Of course, you're su- suspending disbelief that a man can fly. Okay. You suspend disbelief when you watch these movies. But if I'm watching a movie where I've already suspended disbelief, but as the movie's going on, I keep asking myself questions or I keep saying, that's stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a problem. That is a problem. And I think a lot of people were doing that as they watched this movie. Why? That's, you know, it, it's, you know, I said it almost jokingly about, you know, a spirit inhabiting a man and, and then, you know, it's okay to rape them, quote unquote. But this is a thing people thought about as they saw this happening. Right, and it crossed my mind too. And I'm not one of those uber vigilant people, you know. I'm not the one that counts how many black people are on the screen, or how many Asians are on the screen, or how many white people are on the screen. You know, I'm not that guy. But even I said, I'm like, well, this is kind of creepy. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here? You know. And and the thing is, the, the funny thing is, it didn't have to be. It's a wishing stone. Just make. You could add the scene where he's about to blow up and he disappears and reappears in 1984. Right. And then when when she gives him up at the end, he just he just disappears in 1984, reappears in the airplane, and gets blown up. Right. Why? Why did they have to have this whole subplot about him taking over another guy's body? It, it made no sense. It made no sense. Yeah. The wish is I want I want him back, and mm-hmm. poof, he should have been right there. Mm-hmm. Weird. It it just yeah. And then she wanted to be like Diana, and then they're talking about consequences. Well, the first guy wished for a cup of coffee. What, right. he, what part of his soul did he have to give up for that cup of coffee? <laughs> and you know, and when uh, when Wonder Woman de-wishes her wish, shouldn't the person that Steve Trevor took over sh- been like, "What the hell am I doing here?" Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you don't know. You just you just they just throw him in at the end of the movie, so you know <laughs> you can see he's okay. Yeah. I, I was watching. Uh, look, I watched a lot of videos on this, and this is why it's a little hard to talk about because I don't want to repeat other people. Uh-huh. But I watched a lot of YouTube's and listened to a couple of podcasts on it. And one guy strip said, "I wanted, I wanted him to come back and and Wonder Woman to find out that he was gay." What? <laughs> and I really just see her face when she realizes what she did. <laughs> oh, you you mean the person that he took over? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like I don't know. It, it's it sounds stupid to say it doesn't make sense when you're talking about a superhero movie or a sci-fi <laughs> movie, but. Just but if you're going to lay down laws, be consistent with it, then I'm okay with it, you know? But right. they were continually, like, bending the rules as the movie went just for the convenience of it. And that's when it started – well, it was getting annoying, you know, even before. But it was it was more insults, you know, as the movie went on. It just kept getting thicker and thicker, and it, it, it never slowed down. Even to the to the very, very end of the movie where – Maxwell Lord's like reaching out to so many people. Like, well, how is he doing that? The, the cameras are off. You know, I thought he specifically went to that military base so he can 
hit the saddle and reached so many people. What, how was he doing it at the end of the movie? I, I didn't get that. Or at how all. was Wonder Woman doing it? Right. I, they, specific, they specifically show us her knocking the cameras down. <laughs> I don't get and then, it. And then, but and then they make a point of us seeing that the golden lasso can't penetrate that blue beam, and there's that freaking blue beam in the sky again. Right. Right. Yes. So the lasso can't penetrate it, and then until it can. <laughs> if it sneaks in, if it if it goes head on, it can't get him. If it sneaks in on the ground, it can get it. And, and the whole gist is that every everyone in the world has to re- relinquish their wishes for it to work. Okay. So I mean, what if what if I'm like almost dying and I my wishes? I hope I don't die. Oh yeah. And I'm nope. supposed to be like, oh what? I have to relinquish that. <laughs> or what if that's that one, like Cheetah? Why did she decide to relinquish her wish? Wish. Right. Yeah, she, she was turned back to human at the end, right? Yeah, she would have to. Why would she want to give that up? Island. Yeah. There's there's no repercussions for the for the bad guys in this movie. <laughs> there's zero reper- He gets to hang out. He magically appears back on land and he he's, runs into his son right. who's in the woods for some reason. <laughs> right. And that's the last we see of him and then Cheetah just last we see her is on the island turned normal, turned back to human. Yeah. So what why would she really get her wish? Why would you're right? Why did people that were dying that wish to be alive? What happened to them? Yeah. Or, you know, and again, I saw this or I heard it somewhere, but what about the people that wish for world peace? There wasn't one person in the entire world that didn't wish for world peace. <laughs> Everybody had a selfish wish. Apparently. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And, and you set up this premise that Wonder Woman's been hiding all these years and Batman v Superman. Now, how do you get around the herd broadcasting to the entire world? Right. That's true, too. Okay. Yeah. It's a bad movie, dude. It's a bad <laughs> Would have been better if, if the movie ended where he would say, my final wish is for everything to revert back to what it was. Like, as if nothing happened. And the movie starts in the beginning where we're at the mall again. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it'll be only Wonder Woman remembers, and, and or, you know. Well, that may, well, that would make more sense, you know, because how do you Wonder Woman? Yeah, like Wonder Woman. Uh, that's how you should end it. He wishes that Wonder Woman's at the mall again. The thieves are trying to get away. She stops them, but then this time she picks up the rock and crushes it. Right. Boom. Boom. Look at us. Give us our our writers guild card. Please. <laughs> that's uh, that's that would have earned at least fifty million. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's right. Jeez, I mean it. You could do it. I mean, in Christopher Reeve Superman did it, right? He turned oh, back time to make things right. How much of, did this movie remind you of a Christopher Reeve movie? A little too much, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. and I don't know why I should have felt glorious when she learned how to fly, but I hated it. I don't yeah. know why I hated it so much. <laughs> I thought oh, it went on what long. was terrible was that uh, making the 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 jet plane turn invisible. Yeah, did, did, were you missing the Invisible Jet? Were you like, you know, I loved Wonder Woman 2017, but uh, I really needed an Invisible Jet. But didn't you feel that's what they were doing in this movie? It's like, okay, we have these check boxes. We got to put the Invisible Jet in there to service mm-hmm. old fans. We got to stick in uh, uh, Linda Carter in there, and then we have to Steve stick Trevor. in Steve Trevor, and then we have to put in like the, the armor from from Kingdom Come for the comic book fans. It, 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 you know? it made no sense that that was in the movie. <laughs> That armor, and we didn't even see her unless I fell asleep. Did she? Did we see her go and get the armor? I don't think we did. I think less. This is how I remember. It. She does. She. I might have, I might have blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was teaching herself. She taught herself how to fly. She flies around for thirty minutes in the sky, 
And then all of a sudden, I see her coming to the island with the with the with the armor on. Huh. Do we see her go get it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I might have blacked out because I I do know Steve Trevor goes, "Hey, what's that?" And it's armor. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another thing with this movie. They kept jumping around left and right. You know, like they made a whole big point of trying to get Steve Trevor into jet, which magically does work, fly. Oh, yeah. And all of a so sudden, from 1918, just because you flew a biplane, a biplane <laughs> in 1918, the same. You can, you can fly a state of the art fighter jet in. 1984 apparently it's the same yeah then after after they go over there and the next scene they're they're back in america again i was like what the hell happened i couldn't figure it out and apparently these things don't require fuel either and then and and then it turns out she can fly (laughs) (sighs) well what did you like was her lassoing was her lassoing the lightning in the movie or was that just in the trailer what her lassoing the lightning and swinging like Spider-Man. Oh, she, did, is there a scene where she's swinging like Spider-Man with the lasso? I thought that's how she was getting by in the first place. Like she oh, was using her lasso. Like she was like latching on to things like Spider-Man would. She should have been running and jumping like the Hulk. Yeah. Well. That annoyed me too, that Spider-Man look. I know. <laughs> didn't need the invisible jet. I really didn't. I didn't need the invisible jet. Wasn't necessary. I mean, I, I, wonder, I wonder if like the editor had to say it or like they literally had to cut out gal and and chris pine floating in midair <laughs> like <laughs> like they did in the wonder woman tv show like did patty jenkins film the scene where the two of them are just floating in midair with, with the outline of the fighter jet around <laughs> well how does she go by well i made my coffee cup disappear but uh, i go it. invisible and then all of a sudden but all of a sudden now i'm going to try it again for the first time in how many years and i'm going to make a jet plane invisible it was bizarre yeah, it just well. She 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 said I, I turned the coffee cup invisible, but I couldn't find it. She couldn't yeah. find her coffee cup, which was probably on her table. <laughs> but she found the fighter jet. <laughs> oh, so the, you're right. They make a big deal about him getting the plane and flying over to Egypt, and the next thing you know, they're back. Even the cheetah says you're back already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like even space. she's like, even she's talking to him. It's like, can you believe this movie? They're back already. <laughs> She's like, I'm in the movie, and I can't believe what's happening. <laughs> hmm. So, what, what would you give good points about the movie? Um, look, Gal Gadot, Gadot is a great Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, she had very poor writing, although. No, she, yeah, she's good. She's a good Wonder Woman. She's yeah. a, she's a good Wonder Woman, and I think she needs to be. And part two suffers what. Superman movies have suffered after Superman one and two. They never have someone equal enough to fight them. Right. You know? So she fought a god in the first one. So bring I don't I don't know her I don't know her her villains, but if you're gonna make the cheetah her villain, then make you know power up the cheetah. Make her a themis from Themyscaria. Make her someone she beat in that initial thing. That woman that kept looking at her, like, who's this little kid that might beat me? You know. Well, I thought, you know, in the beginning of the movie, when they're in that island, I thought they were alluding to um, Artemis, right? Isn't there like another like Wonder Woman esque kind of lady? Yeah, Artemis. To... And she, um, back in the nineties, when they, you know, they broke Batman's back and they killed Superman there, and you know, Hal Jordan went crazy. They were replacing all the heroes with different people, and Artemis. Artemis beat Wonder Woman in the competition, and she got to become Wonder Woman. Right. I thought they were they were alluding to that in that scene. I was like, oh, oh yeah, so yeah. they're going to develop oh, yeah. Artemis now. That's interesting. Yeah. But no, they didn't do that. 
<laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I'm just like flabbergasted by the whole thing. Yeah, but Gal, you're right. Gal is a great Wonder Woman. She it looks like she enjoys playing the role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I if I like if I had to like erase everything else about that movie and just focus on when she's Wonder Woman, I think she's fantastic. I think she's still like the best part of the movie. If you didn't, have, if, he, if 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 a story wasn't important <laughs> to a movie, then and Chris she, Pine is good too as Steve. Oh Trump. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good too. You know, yeah. some of the comedy was okay. I mean, I think a lot of comedy really relied too much on him. Ooh, it's the 80s. I don't know what a trash can is. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to put a little fanny pack on. Yeah. Because, tra- <laughs> the, because the design of a trash can has changed so much since 1918 <laughs> that he doesn't know what it looks like. But he can fly a fighter jet. Yeah. That's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nothing else good about the movie then? I, you know, it was nice to see Linda Carter. <laughs> in yeah, the, in, the, in the in the credits, post credit scenes. I think they re the the greenlit uh, Wonder Woman three, didn't they not? Oh yeah, like right away. Oh wow! Well, Patty Jenkins is doing it. Is she really? Hmm. Yep. Who would you like so, to see? Huh? Who would you like to see as a potential adversary to Wonder Woman? I wish you didn't ask that because I don't know Wonder Woman through. I think I think it would be cool if they did Wonder Woman three with another hero. You know, if they introduce well, she fights another hero. No, 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 to to introduce more characters in the DC universe because you know after um, Justice League, it almost seemed like they wanted to press reset, right? But they brought out Aquaman. You got Shazam. You got Wonder Woman. You know, I mean. Maybe introduce another character or someone to kind of play in that DC universe. Maybe I don't know who. Give her, but... give her Wonder Girl. Give her Wonder Girl and backdoor it into a Titans thing, a Teen Titans thing. Oh, there you go. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? How about they stay tried and true to the Marvel way of making movies and villains? And what DC? What did D, what did Aquaman and Shazam have that Batman v Superman and even uh, Man of Steel had it? Although it was more depressing. What did they all have that Wonder Woman didn't have? What? Their villain was like the opposite of them. Just mm. like Ant-Man had Yellow Jacket and Cap had Red Skull and you know Iron Man had Iron Monger. Shazam had Black Adam, not Black Adam. Well, isn't that what Cheetah was supposed to be? That No, I would I would I mean make it I I think if you make it from someone from Themyscira that was jealous of Diana all growing up or something. That'd be perfect. You know, and then maybe sick. reform her. Maybe it can be Artemis, and then at the end of the movie, she's reformed. Yeah. That way you do two things. You give her a villain that gives her problems, and then and then you, you introduce another DC hero, you know, at the end. She reformed. You know, just don't have her kill people in the movie, but just I, have her just be, like, so jealous of Diana that she's just going after her. Right. I, w- I would love to um, see her versus, like, you know, um, Hawkman and Hawkwoman. I think that'd be a cool matchup between them. Yeah, and you know what? Expand, expand the universe. Why not have she? You know, I, I told you this before. So after I watched the movie, I I wanted to cleanse my pal, Good Wonder Woman. So I watched the first Wonder Woman. I enjoyed it. I rewatched it, and then I'm like, you know, what? let me go back to Batman v Superman. And I watched the end fight, and she's so good against Doomsday. And, and you said it. You know, like she's the best part of the movie, and I think you're right. But she's so like good. There, like, there's a scene where she gets like punched across the city and she gets up, wipes blood off her face and just smiles and runs at him again. I'm like, mm. that's who, and she said something like, 
like uh, Superman says he's from another planet or something like that regarding Doomsday. And she goes, I've killed things from other planets before. And Batman and Superman both look at each other like, what? <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. Yeah, let's let's see Enter those people. Right, yeah. Let's see the people that she did kill and kick ass, you know, versus who she went up in this movie. It, again, you, you, you see how great a hero is by who they fight against. And this was poop. She fought against yeah, clowns. You don't, have to, you don't have to artificially depower her. Right. You know, because, I, mean, I mean, you have to understand that the whole point of that was so that she looks like she has a chance because she really only fought a depowered Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why they do this. I don't know why they keep putting Lex Luthor up against Superman when he's got Brainiac and Mongol and, you know, Zod's the only guy they can ever think that can go toe to toe with Superman. Dude, how about Bizarro? That'd be sick. Bizarre would be awesome. Yeah. Like literal toe to toe. I wish I knew more of Wonder Woman. So, you know, there's a other Greek gods. Let's get the Roman gods into it. Roman yeah, gods hey, that's a great gods. idea. If if they kind of brought that about, that would be way more interesting. How about, how about Mars? Because of what you did to Ares. Yeah. How about Mars going after Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know? Yes. Boom. Anything. Okay. Where's Jeff Johns? Let's go right there. He's, he's counting his money from Wonder Woman. 1980. <laughs> Anything else, Jonathan? Well, let, let me answer this. Oh, yes. What's going on with DC, man? They, they 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 have a string where they don't look too good. Then they have a string movies where they look like they're getting better. And then this drops. What is going on with this? I mean, we have what's coming up? A Black Adam movie, a Flashpoint movie. I'm not going to count the Batman because that's supposed to be separate from the DCEU. Um, and we know Aquaman is part of DCEU. And we know Shazam is because Superman shows up at the end. So, what's the future of DC? I don't. How are they after all these years still not getting this right or any better? I don't well, I think this it. is the reason why I was kind of let down because I thought Alchemy was enjoyable. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, just my opinion. I I was I didn't go gaga over it, but I thought it was good. You know, I I actually like Shazam. I I I thought it was fun. You know, for what it was, and I I know like me personally, I I. I laughed at the choice of, of Zachary uh, Levi. I thought that was weird, but he pulled it off. And then, then you get something like this. And I don't know if DC is ever going to write that ship until they can really have someone like Kevin Feige that says, hey, this is the map, this is the tone, and this is what the future is going to be like. All these movies just feel so separate. You know, Aquaman's yeah. separate. Shazam was separate. Um, this is separate. It, it doesn't feel like they're they're leaning towards something i don't know if there's a map i mean if they're doing it separately then don't make them part of the dceu altogether you know if you want shazam to be its own thing don't put superman at the end of it Mm, yeah you know don't connect them right now we have we have james gunn's the suicide squad coming out which i'm looking forward to maybe james gunn's the guy that write the shit maybe they gotta put him in charge of all these movies i don't know but they definitely need someone to say this is this is the vision you know i think Maybe it was last year. Didn't we say that there was someone in charge of the DC movies and then he was fired or something like that? I remember you and I talked about there was somebody that was kind of like... Yeah, well, they re-upped this guy, Walter Hamada, I think his name was. Remember, yeah. he got in trouble. He was like cheating on his wife or something, but they kept him in charge. And Jeff Johns is in there doing something. Hmm. I think yeah, I think he's still associated with them. Yeah, but then, and then you got all these fanboys like, oh my God, the Snyder Cut's coming. Zack Snyder is not the savior of this universe. Right. I've seen his movies. I like 300. I tolerate Batman v Superman. 
<laughs> Sucker Punch is look the movies are visually Sucker Punch is a visually wonderful movie, but in terms of story, it's you know yeah. Man of Steel. Man of Steel is like when you're when you know someone that's happy all the time, show them Man of Steel. It'll bring them down. <laughs> I, Come on. I, just don't, I don't know what DC's doing. Like, how did, even after all these years, look, you understand if they stumbled a bit in the beginning. Or, you know what? Someone said when they started this with Man of Steel, because I guess we could say Man of Steel is the official beginning of the DCEU, right? Because mm-hmm. Batman Begins is totally separate, that Batman series. Someone said Zack Snyder's the guy to do this. Then you know what? Freaking keep him and let him do, let, you, you let him follow through with his vision. Mm-hmm. And let's see what he wants. Cause he wanted justice League to be two movies, right? Right. You should just kept him on and let him do what he wanted to do for good. And he, he, he was part of, he was a producer on the first wonder woman who knows how much input he had, but maybe it helped, you know, but then we get birds of prey, which is God awful. I don't think I saw a good comic book movie last year. Hmm. Well, there, there weren't that many, but no, I, I, I see your point. New Mutants might have been the best movie last year. And I say that because I didn't hate it. I'm just like, okay, it was all right. Yeah. I, I think they just need someone to linchpin, like, all these properties. And I don't know, maybe it's difficult because it's Warner Brothers and you have different studio heads uh, has their hand on things and, and, you know, have to do it this way and that way. Maybe that's why it just seems so they're just not consistent you know of all the marvel movies even their weak movies aren't bad you know i i consider the ant-man movies not on par with let's say winter soldier you know but it's it's serviceable i i enjoy it they're not i mean i i will definitely sit and sit down with a marvel movie and be entertained whether they're a weak character or not and you got characters like aquaman and wonder woman and captain marvel it's like don't drop the ball on wonder Woman. you you had a great first film with gal don't screw this one up and this was this was just such a confusing film in regards to story direction it's 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 it, it saddened me it really did because i thought i was really hopeful for the for the next dc universe to carry us because hey i'll be the first to admit i am not excited about this this second bookend of the marvel universe i'm not crazy about it at all you know starting so, with eternals yeah yeah i'm not crazy i mean i'm, I'm looking forward to black widow but beyond that there's no excitement there. Yeah, it's well, you know, great, it's, a, it's but... a big risk. It's a big risk for Marvel because they're very much not well-known characters. Shang-Chi, Eternals, you know, the Black Knight's going to be Eternals when they're probably spinning him off. You're still going to have Doctor Strange. You're going to have a, another Spider-Man movie. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Marvel's taking a big risk here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's they're kind of playing with house money, though. They made so much money off the Marvel movies. They're making money off of Disney+. Plus, and all the shows they're premiering Disney+, Plus with Marvel – DC's got to do something, man. Because even their TV show... Look, I love Nightwing. I got a live-action Nightwing, and I hate the show. I hate the show. <laughs> I hate Teen Titans. What do they call it? I don't even know what they call it. Teen Titans or, t- or Titans. I forget. Are they, still running, good. are they still running original shows with the Teen Titans, or is it completely over? No, they're supposed to do a season three. I don't know if they filmed it yet or it was oh. pulled back because of COVID, but... Um, it hasn't premiered yet. I don't know when it's premiering. And they're still doing uh, Young Justice. They're making another series. That's a cartoon, which is pretty good. Doom Patrol is a good show. It's weird. It's quirky. But it's a good show. But it's not – I wouldn't call it a superhero show. You know what I mean? Because it's so mm. weird and quirky. Um, Swamp Thing, they, they didn't even give it its full season. Um, 
what else do they have? I can't even think. I think that's all I really know that they have on there. It's live action. Um, I don't know what DC's doing, but they're they're. You could guarantee that Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman are more well known than Spider Man, Captain America, and Iron Man. I, I agree with that one. I would tell you that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Spider Man gets in between Batman and Wonder Woman. Maybe. In yeah. top four, you know, but but they're not using them correctly. I think I, DC, I I, unfortunately for them, because, you know, I would say if you had to look at the early 90s, DC dominated with their superheroes. And then for the last God knows how many years Marvel has been out, I think, you know, I, I definitely said I felt I've had my fill, you know, after Endgame, I think like I just needed to step away from comic book movies. Yeah. And I think DC, because they're very inconsistent with their movies, their their timing, I think it's hurting them with what's what they're doing right now, you know? I mean, if this is their time to shine, they picked a bad time to do it. You know, they should have they should have been going head to head with every Marvel movie that came out and they didn't do it. The thing is that's right. Besides the Dark World, or the Dark World, is there any part two of any Marvel movies that wasn't the same or as good uh, or better than the first one? Is there a sequel out there except for the Dark World? That wasn't as good as the first, or even better. Mm, no, well, Iron I don't Man think two. So. You might, you might, you might, you can maybe argue Iron Man two. I, 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 it was good. I liked it. Okay. Well, yeah. Wonder Woman two. I, maybe they didn't realize how much pressure they had on them. But this movie stank. <laughs> and you know, and they had a long time to fix this one too. You know. Yeah, because they pushed it back. Uh, I don't think they tweaked it at all. I think they just left it on the shelf finished. It was, I think you told me it was a three-year gap, right? 17 to 20, yeah. Yeah, so they had a lot of time to work at it. And it's not like all these other guys. I don't think Gal was working on anything in between, but I don't know her schedule. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, it's like, how do you do their, don't they do like pre-screening and then like, you know, this, this and that? I mean, they didn't listen to anybody or or again you know maybe patty jenkins had her vision and warner brothers had their vision and it was a tug of war and who knows it just didn't you know, make any sense or maybe when it comes to wonder woman if she's this hard to write for look you had her first movie which is awesome maybe she just needs to be showing up in other people's movies hmm. maybe. look here this is uh this is I, so i looked up the future of the dceu and it says wonder woman 3 to, to be uh determined to be announced when it's coming out and says it'll probably be at least four years because Patty Jenkins is going to be doing the Star Wars movie Rogue Squadron first, and that's mm-hmm. coming out in 2023. Right. So let's say it says, presuming the DCEU still exists in 2024, <laughs> Diana will finally be a public superhero uh, again. So maybe in, we get another Wonder Woman in four years. No. Nah. I mean, again, I don't mind Gal doing Wonder Woman. I, I, I like her in the, as a character. It's just upsetting that they couldn't build a strong story for her. That's all, you know? I want it to be good. You know, I want it to be good. I want this stuff to succeed. And then when you see, like, again, my 20 minutes, my wife walked out. She says, this is it's crazy, man. It's frustrating because when you hear the same people are coming back from a movie you like, you're like, okay, this will be good. Yeah. And it's not. And it's so maddening that this was not a good movie. <laughs> and I, I I hate, I don't know if I've said on any of the movies we talked about that I didn't like, I don't understand, Are these, do these creators get so myopic about their creation that they can't see what are obvious flaws? You and I are not film students. 
you and I don't analyze films. There are thousands of YouTube channels, and I watch most of them, where they analyze in depth, and I'm amazed at how deep and the meaning they can pull out of these films, where I'm just like, the action was good. <laughs> but you and I, as laymen, can see these flaws in this movie. How? Because you know they watch these movies like six times before it's released. Right, yeah. How do they not see the problems in this film? Yeah. It's maddening. <laughs> all right. Because I'll tell you what. And I hate that it always comes back to this. I hate that it always comes back to this. But The Last Jedi oh is totally due to Ryan Johnson's ego and hubris. That's all it is. Because he had to have seen the flaws. And people had to tell. Mark Hamill was like, I don't know who she's doing. <laughs> he was like, that would be great. Okay. As long as my check clears. Okay. <laughs> so with, I don't think Patty Jenkins had, or maybe I don't, I, mean, I don't know her, but she doesn't come off as someone that, that wouldn't listen to people. Or did she just, maybe in a situation where she did so well at Wonder Woman that they gave her carte blanche. And people that saw the floor was like, well, Patty knows what she's doing. She did the Wonder Woman one, you know? I mean, I, well, you have a point to that. I mean, I, like all of a sudden she's, she does Wonder Woman and, uh, now she's doing Star Wars based off of Wonder Woman, I think. Probably, yeah. 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 Well, I, look, I like I said, I don't know how people watch this movie and didn't point things out to them. That's 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 not friends, okay? <laughs> I'm a type of friend. I'm a type of friend, Alan. If you got food in your teeth, I'm going to tell you. If your zipper's down, I'm going to pull you aside and say, bro, your zipper's down, Okay. Where some people are like, oh, I wouldn't tell them that's embarrassing for them. I'm like, uh, what's more embarrassing? Walk around with a big piece of celery stuck in your teeth all day? Or someone pulling you aside and saying, dude, you have some food in your teeth. Right. I'm telling Patty, Patty, you got like food all up in your face. <laughs> it's all there and it's all not good. <laughs> you just got to scrub it away, girl, and get back to what you were doing because right. your friends aren't telling you the truth. This is yeah. not a good movie. So are you so are you blaming it entirely on Patty Jenkins? I'm blaming everybody <laughs> except Gal <laughs> and Chris Pine. Gosh darn it, I like that Chris Pine. You're you're right, just, I know. There's something about him on screen. <laughs> it it annoys me that he's not in the Marvel universe to tell you the truth. Yeah, I know. I feel like he's he's looking a little old in this one. I don't know if they did that on purpose or he looks like he's he's getting a little old. He is, and he's younger than us, I think. Yeah, but he's, I don't know that he's aging very well. Well, we don't have the same strengths, I guess. Who would he be in the Marvel Universe? Let's do a mini casting call. Let's let's put these good actors in better movies. Who, yeah. who would he be? <laughs> who would Chris be in the Marvel Universe? Uh, dude, he would have been a good Hawkeye, I think. Mm. Well, a new character, someone that hasn't been live yet. Hmm. A new Marvel character. Not Yeah, like... I'm trying to think of there's so many Avengers. I'm trying to think of an Avenger he could be. Oh, dude, uh, Wonder Man. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, all right. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> yeah, because he's got the, that, you know, that Captain Kirk You know, you know who I think he'd be good? Yeah. A reformed beetle, Mach, Mach 5 or Mach 1, whatever he was in the Thunderbolts. Oh, dude, if they did a Thunderbolts movie, that would be sick. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'd be down with that. 
he'd be a good older. Well, he was the voice of older Peter Parker. He's the, he's the voice of the Peter Parker that dies in the Into the Spider Verse. Oh, really? You know, for some reason, I still haven't seen that movie. Oh my god, it was, it was on Netflix too. I think it's gone though. That's they a put, good movie, dude. Yeah, I you know I started it, lost interest. Uh, really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but you sat through Wonder Woman. I don't understand you sometimes. <laughs> okay, if you said we were going to do a, a podcast on Into the Spider Verse, I would have seen the movie. Okay, we're going to do a podcast on Into Son the Spider Verse. <laughs> Two years later, all the reflection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. They took off uh, Indiana Jones off of Netflix. Oh, well, that's Lucasfilm. Maybe it's going to go to Disney Plus. I, I heard someplace that they're maybe working on a uh, an animation, animated version of Indy. They've got to do something with Indy. It's a waste. They're wasting. He's wasting away. That probably that that IP is wasting away. Oh, I think how, how are they doing nothing with Indiana Jones? What'd you say? I thought you made him. I thought it was one of those. He's old. Comments. Oh, he is. Um, <laughs> all right, look, I'm I'm done. I'm sorry. Look to the fans if if you felt like we railed on it for an hour. I'm sorry. We did. We did ask us not not to do this, <laughs> but we did it anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just I, I just hate that it was bad because there are some movies I'm happy to be like yeah it's a bad movie and I want to rip rip into it but this is one that I I take no joy fans uh, listeners if that helps you I take no joy in railing on this show. Oh no, but dude, I feel exactly the same. I wanted this movie to be good. I wanted it to be good, you know. Uh, it's there's just nothing really redeeming. Like if I'm thinking, like what was a cool thing about it? Eh, it was cool to see Gallon and Wonder Woman again. That's it. Dot. Period. Done. That's all. That's that's all I had for this movie. It was cool to see um, Chris Pine back again. That's it. Done. Those two. Done. Yeah. Finished. Put on Cobra Kai. I'm good. I don't know. Yeah. Why 1984? <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. There's well, so many um, different. Put her in the '60s, man. Make her part of War. No, early '70s. Make her part of Watergate. Put put her in Vietnam. Why is she still not going after Ares? Did she what, kill Ares? Was there a strict time frame for Batman v Superman? Was that supposedly that's real time, right? Supposedly, I think it took place when it came out. Yeah, right. So again, yeah, why '84 of all time periods? That that just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I I mean, I can understand avoiding World War II because of Captain America, maybe or whatever, but. Put her in Vietnam, you know. Did you see the picture that um, Zack Snyder posted? No. I think it was taken during Batman v Superman. It's Wonder Woman standing. It was supposedly taken in like 1850-something with, during the Crimean War, where she was fighting the Crimean War, and she's holding severed heads of what? her enemies. Yeah, it's pretty. And Zack Snyder said, and this is kind of, and I hate to say this, but this is a movie I would have loved to have seen, saying that, um, his idea for Wonder Woman was her, like fighting in all these historic wars throughout time, chasing Ares. Hmm. So she's in the Crimean War because Ares has got a war and he has something to do. So she's always like maybe just missing him in all these different wars. Right. She fights him, oh, and yeah. she's just battle hardened and just yeah, I'm gonna hold the heads of my enemies in one hand. Uh, if I'll find a picture, I'll send it. No, I'm looking at it right. Picture. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Right, that is I'm sick. Like, and that's the story I would like, where you you got a Wonder Woman that's just hardened by war and chasing Ares, and and even that would make sense if if that's who she was in Wonder Woman Part One. You you understand even more why she wants to finally get Ares. 
You know right. Because I mean? she, she believes all of this is due to Ares. And right. She's fighting all these wars because of Ares. Right. But now that she gets him and kills him and men still act, you know, some men still fighting all that, that'd be great. That's great character development. There you go. Anything else? Yeah, well, no, not for that. One division comes out this week, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> cool. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Nerdemy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdemy, Twitter, Nerdemy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdemy. You have anything uh, for YouTube coming up? I got busy this week. I was going to make a video of everything I got. This it was a really good week for me in picking up Funko Pops and other toys. Right I on. think because a lot of a lot of pre-orders came in. Mm. So nothing went shopping for them but i was like oh my god everything's coming this week but it, but eventually got, you're gonna you're gonna put it up or yeah i'll see if i can film it tomorrow after work okay um yeah that's what i got dude i uh you check out my luke skywalker handstand thing i did i saw that it was awesome dude he, he is he is awesome I, I love that they made a hand accessory specifically for the handstand they so, made a hand accessory oh you mean the yeah, it's also like a force push hand. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. you can do that too, but but yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed doing that one. Anyway, all right, uh, Mon's Basement Collectibles. You had your run of Wonder Woman uh, last week, or was it this nope. week? Uh, last week. Um, anything week. else you got planned for? Uh, I think I think this IG? week coming up is going to be well, Wolverine. Oh, cool! That's cool. I'm down with Let's that. See what books I got. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeah, Wonder Woman was hard because I didn't really collect Wonder Woman. Right. That's why two of the five were uh, free comic book day and Wonder Woman day giveaways. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me the free stuff. Good covers, though. They're really good covers, though. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Martha. Snyder Cut. Peace. Peace.